Edible. We are brand name only. Brand <laughs> sure. name. Well, okay. If they'll Authentic send me a sample. Because I've never had a real, real cheese before. This is a real, there's no yellow face in this podcast. Real Asians and real cheese its please. It's only okay? real yellow face. Real situations. <laughs> With a realist. Only a real <laughs> No fake yellow faces, only real yellow faces. Nothing, nothing <laughs> fake you. in this podcast. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's the Three Asians Walk Into a Bar podcast, the only podcast that lies to you because we have four Asians in the bar right now. I'm Kwa, and I'm here with Momo. Corey. Hey. And Andrew. What's up? And our podcast today, we're talking about Asian Americans and the vote. So recently we've seen a whole bunch of headlines from places like the New York Times, LA Times, Vox, talking about the importance of the Asian American vote in places like Georgia, California, and wherever you might find Asians in the U.S. that can vote. We're everywhere. Everywhere I mean, you want Filipinos be. are anyway. I don't know about Vietnamese and Japanese people, but <laughs> Filipinos are everywhere. <laughs> anyway, continue. They're, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere. We are. <laughs> yeah. And so same rules apply. We're back to being half serious. We have... A whole bunch of drinks. We're going to drink all of them, except for the designated driver, which is me. And uh, we're all going to drink. I'm going to have one drink and then drive everyone home. But we don't have to because we're all on Zoom. Yeah. So oh. technically, Kwa can get as drunk as he needs to. Technically, to but. To get through the rest of is 2020. One, one drink, like, you, you need to specify, like, is it what is one this drink? glass or is it, like, one I prefer bottle. to leave it vague. <laughs> oh, okay. Whatever one vague. drink is for me. So he could be drinking a can of beer or a bottle of whiskey. Y'all don't know because you can't see jack shit. I don't. Mm. I think if I continuously chain the, if I'm on my last piece of like last bit of beer, and I keep drinking that, and then I start transitioning over to to liquor, then it still counts as one drink because I never stop. I now <laughs> join them into doing, one like, beverage. I'll allow it. Double fisting it. Yeah. So. Then... <laughs> wow. I like that we've worked. I accept that logic, even though I'm not sure if it was designated logic. drivers. Please do not use this logic <laughs> when you can go back to a bar. There we go. I know. Whenever and that. If is. you do use that logic, consider calling a lift. There we go. There we go. Using our offer code. Oh, wait, we don't have one. <laughs> Uber could give us one. That would be really nice because we'll give people an offer code. That was They'll slick. Use... Eventually. That was slick. We need, we, speaking of offer codes, yes, we would like to get sponsored. But that's like, that was like the most unfly yes. way to throw in there. That was good. I mean, do you yeah. know our demographic? It's young people, Asian people, ever, people who would use offer codes left and right. I mean, what? according to Spotify, our demographic mm -hmm. was reached by just one episode in 74 minutes. Lies, lies, lies. Yeah. That's lies. power, though. <laughs> but we have so many of, fans. So many fans. But we have a large and powerful base mm -hmm. of Asian Americans. <clears throat> and so Asian American voters. So it's after the election. We're starting to see 
who voted for who, people talking about things like that. And we're seeing that Asian Americans had a giant turnout. And it is, if I'm not mistaken, one of the fastest growing voting bases in the U.S. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's why we did. So for those of you who don't know me, um, I, I help run an organization called Asian Pacific Arts Collective. And that's why we did AAPI Voices. And we did All American Asians. And the whole point, other than to hopefully raise a little bit of money, which we did, we raised a little bit of money, was to try and empower Asian Americans to go out and vote because we are the largest growing demographic in the United States um, and the largest voting, like growing voting demographic in the United States. And we can make a huge impact if, you know, we tried. <laughs> it was actually great because I was reading statistics and I think at the last election we underperformed a lot. And then this year our numbers went up by a huge margin, even just in early voting. Oh wow! I think we always yeah. underperform, right, with voting because um, I know kind of used to it, right. Just tell me who I have to listen to, who do I have to respect? That and also, I think the model minority myth really plays against us. Like, I think we really fool ourselves into thinking, I like our communities anyway. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is very generic, but sometimes I feel like we we think our opinions don't matter because no one's going to listen to us. So that's always the impression that I get of the community in general, yeah. in the Asian American community. Well, did any of you, I'm, I'm always thinking like the earliest days I feel like you're ever introduced to, to voting is like a school, right? Did anybody ever like run for <laughs> school office or anything? Mm -hmm. I know, I yeah. I yeah, well, when I was in, did you? in Japan, yeah, in Japan though, not here. <laughs> <laughs> So representation of Japanese people were super high. Super high. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. you didn't have to prove 100%. anything. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, but that's a really good point, too. And I think that that's important because, you know, when you're a young Asian or immigrant kid growing up and you're learning about politics and learning about American history and you don't see anybody that looks like you running mm -hmm. for office, that has a huge effect on your psyche and whether or not you can you know, even try to do it. So, you know, I never thought for one second that I'd be able to, because, you know, the biggest political office that we have is the president. And I can't run for president because I wasn't born here. Right. But there are other offices I could have run for, but we never talk about it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I'm like, wait, that's a that's a thing? I didn't realize, okay, senators, that's that's cool. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, will when will you be announcing your run for office, Corey? <laughs> Oh my God! I don't know. Oh, you know, no. we, we heard it here first, folks. Filipinos are going. <laughs> yeah, Filipinos. Even the people in Philippines are going to be like, Yo. "You better vote for this." Yo, my my sister will wild out. <laughs> oh my God, your sister! I need to like. I'm like scared. I'm like, oh no. I was now. I'm just curious to know what I've been saying because, like, usually I'm just like tipsy enough that I'm like, I said something. <laughs> I don't know if it was smart or informed or plain old ignorant or Why web. not both? <laughs> okay. Smart and informed and maybe a little tipsy. No. I mean, I after, was actually, what were you I, saying, Momo? Well, after 45, does it really matter what you say? <laughs> like, I know. He's I mean, a shit show. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know. yay. Yeah, so in the, the past, you had, to, you had to worry about uh, saying things that might hurt your political career. 
Mm-hmm. And now it's shown that you could just say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But only you, if you're white. As <laughs> long as people, as long as it riles people up. And a up. man. As long as it riles people up. I know. I've actually, I was thinking about this when you were introing us. I was like, maybe for the next podcast, I just don't listen to the news for a whole week and walk in drunk and uninformed and see what happens. Ooh. <laughs> I kind of hope that you'll do that every episode. It's pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of uninformed, okay, can I talk about the whole QAnon thing from last week? Oh, yeah, we please. Mentioned yeah, that. please. We mentioned that. Did I say this to y'all where I was like, I didn't realize that you were talking about QAnon because I'd only ever read about QAnon. And in my brain, I was pronouncing it like Canaan or Quanon. Because yes. <laughs> that's how the Q is pronounced. But I never actually heard anybody say it. So when you guys were like, You've never heard of QAnon? And I was like, what the hell is QAnon? And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, that's how people are. Okay. I feel dumb as fuck. Did you ever go out and try to talk to people about like QAnon or something? (laughs) I mean, I don't talk about things because like the news just stresses me out in general. So I'll read something and then I'll try very hard to like, you know, mitigate my anxiety after that. So I don't really talk about politics until I'm in this Zoom call, drunk right. as fuck with you all. Yeah, so there we go. <laughs> Just got to find the right, the right bubble is what it is. Yes. Got to find the right bubble. The right drunken bubble. I'm not here to argue with someone who's QAnon, because I'm not going to get through to them. Now with logic. I remember telling that. I, was, I said that to my husband, and he was like, you never heard of QAnon? I was like, no, I had never heard it said. I read about it. I knew what it was. Okay. I know of Quanon. Quanon. Quaaludes. <laughs> but I don't know anything about a QAnon. Quanon. I, like, oh, I literally like that was the see, this is why I don't listen to our podcast afterward, because I don't know how dumb I sound. Well, you should still I'm listen like, to us, listeners. Still listen to us. <laughs> well, that's why the like listeners come back because we say we're all stupid. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> just listen to all of us sound dumb. That's right. Forget that model minority myth. This is the real shit right here. That's we are informed barriers. as uninformed yeah. as fuck. We're we are not that smart. This podcast does not do any math. <laughs> we don't do any math. I brought three drinks. <laughs> Yeah, we're He's drinking for I think I think we're all very emotionally damaged. <laughs> feeling <laughs> feeling so, at least some of that gap. I'm you feeling some of that gap. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to see any of us performing classical? Damage. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> there's no math. There's no classical mm-hmm. music. Yes, yeah, none of that. Yeah. I don't even know how to play violin. Thank you. I played yeah. piano. I used to play piano. Wow. I Apparently, I was good. I mean, I oh. can play some weird instrument, but that's about it. Oh, what's the weird instrument you can? Well, yeah. Do what? <laughs> you know, like a Japanese stuff. That's not weird. That's <laughs> not <laughs> that, 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 thanks, <laughs> Mo. <laughs> Just like, yeah, let, some weird ass Japanese shit. Can that's what I know. You, you're weird. Yeah, that's what I play. <laughs> I play weird shit that's Japanese because I'm Japanese. Yeah, somebody's gonna try to Google it, thinking it's some sort of like a sexual like thing. They'll oh my god! In the process. Yeah. Did we already talk about Asian stereotypes? Can we, not- we we had an entire episode about that, Corey. Yeah. So was I in it? I was in it, wasn't you I? Were, you were very much. <laughs> in it. 
that was much the first it. one, Corey. That was yeah, I, I vaguely remember it's that one. Months. <laughs> I don't know, guys. 2020 has been a blur. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, what I've blur. done. I don't remember yeah. what I've said. I don't remember I, what I've been uh, in. You're not an Asian who's listening to this podcast. If you're just a regular, a non-Asian person, a regular old listener who's not Asian, I want you to think about the model minority and then think about the conversation that's been going on for the past. We are shattering the shit out of him. That's what it is. So when you look at your Asian friend and you're like, wow, this person's so much smarter than I am, just remember this podcast. They're not. They're very dumb. (laughs) More likely than not, they're very dumb. I mean... I feel like we need to just redefine what it means to be a model minority. Cause I feel like I am a model citizen, but that doesn't mean I'm getting, you know, accolades or straight A's or things like that. Like I was average as fuck. And I think that that's model. I'm like, y'all should be, you should, you should all be, wait, I can't speak. I'm already tipsy. Y'all should aspire to be like me. There we go. Average and model. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, Cheers so the that. goal should be to be a decent person, uh, not just excel at math and standardized testing scores, which heads up, Asian people, that doesn't matter as much anymore. So we got to uh, let that did, one go, everyone. Did you read the, um? there was a news article that was circling around. I think it happened in Washington State where they're, um, oh man, I got I should have sent this to you all before tonight, but apparently they had, the school system was counting Asians as white people. Huh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it, the whole argument was that like, they were trying to boost their test scores and people were pissed because they were just like, oh, so if you're overperforming and doing well, you're not a minority because only dumb people can be considered a minority, but now we're white. So like, I don't, it's just like really fucked up. I like read that article and I was like, oh, I'm so offended. This is how they pit us against everyone. Like, because like, this is why, this is why like Asians are like hated by everyone I feel. No, that's like, but that's like the colonization, right? Like. They, the white people find something, oh, that's good. Oh, let, let, let they us pit us against each other. Oh, look at all these, oh, Asian people are so small. Yeah, like, let, let us get the, take that credit for it. Like, the fuck? Right? It's like, oh, you're smart, you're practically white. Here, come join the club. Like, yeah. fuck you, bitch. Like, <laughs> no. It's weird because there's already, like, internal division, right? Because there's so many Asian groups that already don't like each other. Right. And then they're like... <laughs> They don't even try. White people don't even have to try to pit us against other races, not just our community. Because all of a sudden, they don't even have to be like, "Oh, people don't like Japanese people. Like Chinese people don't like Japanese people." No, they just turn around and they're like, "Look at affirmative action!" And all the and everyone just drops themselves like black people. (laughs) Affirmative action. I I mean, Asian people, we have to unite right now. (laughs) If I was being honest, I don't like any of you. Except maybe Andrew, because he's Filipino. I'm just kidding. <laughs> or am I? I was like, oh, okay, Corey. <laughs> what if you're like from like, a different area? Hey, hating yeah. Asian over here. Yeah. <laughs> we don't actually like each other in this podcast, except for me and Andrew, because we're yeah. from the same country. Yeah, that's how it works. I well, I will say some <laughs> people know you're. That's luckier because like if you have someone from the north and from the south, that's like 
It's like tension. Oh, in Vietnam. Right there. Also yeah, true. Right yeah. there. So. Same thing with the Philippines, man, because people, people in the South, find. they're seen yeah. as Muslim, and so we, like the rest right of the country that... is Roman Catholic. Yeah. You're about to see Andrew and Corey find out that they're from different areas. I'm sorry, what <laughs> did you say? You're about to watch this podcast disintegrate in real time. <laughs> oh, my God. Where's your family from? I'm turning my video off now. <laughs> Oh my god. Fighting words. You don't <laughs> yeah, even so. speak Tagalog. Exactly. Bitch. None of that. None of Ilocano, <laughs> baby. Are you really Ilocano? Ilocano, yeah. You don't speak Tagalog? I don't speak anything very well. So we have to. <laughs> we should talk about that too, because in Asia, there's all these dialects. Oh, absolutely. Like in yeah. the Philippines alone, if some, like if Andrew's family started speaking to me in Ilocano, I wouldn't understand a single thing that they're saying straight up. I and I know that that's the, yeah, like that's the same thing. Wait, wait, but I, I have a question about that. It, is it um, different dialect or is it a completely different language? It's a straight up it different language. It feels like different language. It's a, a different language. I have heard people speaking Bisayan and I'm like, that is yeah. either a Filipino yeah. dialect or like an Indonesian dialect. Yeah. But, is, but is it like originated in the same language? There, so this is the weird thing. Like there are some similarities, but I have heard more similarities between Tagalog and a dialect in Indonesia than I have heard between Tagalog and other Filipino dialects. Like me and this Indonesian guy one time, we were comparing words between his dialect in Indonesia and mine. And we were like, oh my God, we have so much in common. And then I've heard people speak Filipino dialects and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Like yeah. what the hell is happening? But to go back to your point is like, there's already a division among yeah. Asians. Which also explains why our political leanings are so like yeah. all over the place. Yeah, and strangely yeah. enough, as we see in the headlines, Asian Americans are all one uh, giant group. Yep. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> so I, I, I wanted to whole... take this moment to call out the Vietnamese community. Well, oh, you do that. Oh my God, let me go. pour my wine. I'm pouring my wine. This is going to be really interesting. Yes, you do that. Call, call out your community. Huh? Here we go. Here we go. Oh my God, here he comes. It's coming. Yeah, so, it's coming. Here we go. Uh, the whole lot of us should be somewhat ashamed unless you went out and did a lot of explaining to uh, family members and friends about uh, how much the Vietnamese community voted for Trump. It was embarrassing, and we should all feel a little ashamed, unless you went and did something. Um, and Vietnamese people, in particular, in the Asian political sphere, you know, we've Ooh. seen people like Kamala and other great South Asians in politics now coming up and doing really cool <clears throat> things for the Democrats. And for Vietnamese people, we've seen Tony Pham, the head of ICE, Ooh. under Trump. And so, uh, Vietnamese people, come on, guys. We're we're doing so good in other things. Come on, let's just let's let's just let's try to, to fix this a little bit. Well, yeah, it's crazy too. Yeah, so, it makes sense. I think Momo and I are about to hit the same point because of the reasons why Vietnamese, like the history of Vietnamese immigration to America. When you really think about it. And then all of the things that Trump stood for in his regime. I'm calling it a regime. This ain't no term, y'all. This is yeah. a regime. That motherfucker was like dictator as fuck. Anyway, um, but one term regime I mean, at least. I know, right? One term regime. 
Crossing yeah, fingers, uh, knock on wood. Get bent, Trump. Savage for like the two terms. Right. <laughs> like, in the but, way, yeah. very efficient. But I, I honestly, though, Kwa, I feel the same way that you do sometimes about the Filipino community because, like, we had a dictatorship. Like, and there's, there's, like, we have a history of, like, really bad, like, colonization and dictatorship over in the Philippines. And it's interesting to me because I have family members that hate Duterte, but loved and voted for 45. And I'm just like, I don't, I can't, I don't know how to make sense of that. Yeah, that yeah. Is, and it's and, really weird. And yeah. part of that is a little <laughs> bit of an international bent uh, because... China has been for for both of, for all for something we can all agree on. The Chinese government might be encroaching on a little bit more space than they actually may own. Oh, there! I have cousins in the Philippines that are straight up like Duterte is basically China's lapdog, and we want him out. And they're terrified that he's going to become another Marcos regime. So, so, so there. So when when Trump says China and uh, does all that stuff <laughs> about China. <laughs> they, they like it. They they eat it up. Yeah. And it's really become like a single issue for them where it's like, oh, he'll fight China. Not knowing <laughs> the man owes massive amounts of money to China oh and has paid more taxes to right, the Chinese Bob. government. What was a that? Of it is... Say it right. <laughs> China. 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 Paid so much money to the Chinese. Yeah. And, and really, he owes them more taxes than he's paid the U.S., but that goes back to your point about how divided Asians actually are, because all you have to do is say one thing that pits us against each other and like, bam, you've got to divide. Like yeah. you've already split our, like our community up. Like, I mean, look, I'm raising a virtual hand. How many people have gotten into fights with their family members over the election this year? I have. Mm. I was kind of grateful that we didn't have to see no bitches over Thanksgiving. <laughs> Was your Thanksgiving? Did you go home? No, <laughs> I went camping. Your, your mm -hmm. family members who are, I don't know, not in a. Safe. I went camping. I I checked out of humanity. I was like, bye. If I get mauled by a bear up here, that's <laughs> oh, <no>. fine. <laughs> what about you? Andrew? My dad, my parents are actually left. They're left. They're, they're, oh my God. You they didn't just leave, right? They're actually left leaning. They didn't. They're very, yeah. They're strongly left leaning. So. You are hashtag blessed. It's bonkers. Yeah. Well, it's funny because so much of my, like, out west, you know, all my, a lot of my cousins and uncles and aunts, they're more right leaning. My dad is like the black sheep who's decided, no, I'm the left leaning guy. So go figure that, uh, yeah, of all, of all the people, my, my dad would be most uh, left-leaning. And then my mom just kind of goes, goes with whatever my dad is. <laughs> She's checked out of politics. See, that's the other thing. I feel like... I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are very much checked out of politics. They're like, okay, you know what, whatever. I think in the Filipino community, I think a lot of women tend to, like, keep their mouth shut on politics. Absolutely. Like, if they're traditional. Yeah. I'm not stripping y'all. I have an undershirt, but this alcohol is making me sweat. So, hey, hey. Ooh. hey. Ooh. I was like, I'm sweating. I haven't had wine in so long, and now I'm like, <laughs> perspiring. 
I'm going to go get a light sweater, but I'm still listening to y'all. Nice. You don't need to do this to attract viewers, Corey. <laughs> Listeners. They can't see me. That's right, why I don't care. Do it. I'm explaining do it. to you all who do can see me. What if you're going to do it that we all have to do? Damn it. <laughs> We're having a <laughs> party. Everyone's stripping. <laughs> y'all can't it's not see on video, it, though, so you, you can't stripping. see it. Before. We're all stripping. It's a bunch of Asian people stripping. It's amazing. It's oh, what man. I'd love to see all, it. All the people with Asian fetishes are missing out right yeah, now. Like, they're but, just so, like, why is this a podcast? You know, dirty minds. Yeah. If you subscribe to our Patreon, <laughs> you get a real video footage of us. Possibly. <laughs> Only fans. Only fans. You're taking our, some of our clothes off. <laughs> And if you'd like this in video, subscribe Don't Andrew. to our Patreon. Don't Andrew. Don't That's Andrew. Right. What's happening? Yeah, Andrew, take with that take hair. We got something room. for everybody. Right, for everyone. Whatever. Oh you know, what type of Asian you're interested in, I think we represent a pretty diverse gamut here. And we're all. Oh, we need to get a South Asian up in this joint, man. That's right. Like, <laughs> I'm willing to drop out. <laughs> so that y'all can get a South Asian, so that you got Southeast, East, and South. We need to still keep it three Asians, though. That's the thing. Call it three Asians, have five. It's like it's okay. three Asians walk into a bar that's filled with other Asians at this point. Yeah. That's the only way we're going to do Ten? There's the ten of you. <laughs> so we, were, we were in this virtual bar. Yeah, like, oh my exactly. God. Who was there except. Other Asians. You're there. What? This is just an Asian podcast at yeah. this point. A bunch of drunk Asians walked into. Yeah, a we're bar. taking the three out now. It's just Asians walking to a bar. No, the tea. <laughs> you have to keep three. The tea is going to be the. We're we're, we're going to rebrand to the Asians walking to the bar. <laughs> we have All to keep three. Not great. It's the Asians walking into the bar. It's not wrong. <laughs> three are still here. It's just now three plus. Justification for this is that three of us walked into a bar and then there was another one. And one ran. <laughs> and then maybe another one shows up. Right. And by the time we left, there was 20 of us. It was a party. That's it. And if you want to party with us, subscribe to our Patreon. We <laughs> entered into a giveaway to party with us. Yo. <laughs> Oh my God, y'all are killing me. Okay, I'm still listening. I'm just getting us, I'm getting like a button down shirt. See, y'all can't see this. Our viewers okay. can't see this, gonna, but now I'm like gonna, my, I'm, I'm very proud of my. Quick. I just wanted to say uh, this, this under boob problem that you're talking about, it's yes. of you to assume that, that Andrew and I don't understand. I, I get it. Yeah, I get oh, it. Oh, you yeah. get the underboob thing? Okay. I do. That's what yeah, was happening. I have no I need egg cups. I, totally. I was drinking. Yeah. I was I was drinking this alcohol. you see the fucking crease? This is <laughs> sweat gathering up here. How, how did we go from politics to underboob? Because that's politics. It's the politics. into the fucking bar. Well, I mean, let's talk about all the politicians that have well, underboob problems. I'm glad problems. that we are talking about underboob issues, and we all agree on. All right, Asian politicians oh, with underboob, go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way we'll get this back on track, everyone. I don't know. I the think females kind of finally brought us together. Yeah. Underboob issues, like how it unites. 
you know, it unites all Well, I mean, I'm just happy there are, pe- like, Asians in office and Asians with boobs at all. Like, let's mm-hmm. talk about all the Asian women in office. Like, our vice president-elect, hey, hey, she's, like, South Asian Jamaican. Like, what? Didn't she go to Howard University? No, where did she go? She went to a um, historic black college, didn't she? Which one did she go to? Did she go to Howard? Yeah, straight up, her BA. I mean, I didn't go to Howard, obviously, but I mean, I feel very, I feel very happy when I find out someone is representing from Howard. I have a lot of friends that so, went to Howard. So one I'm of like, us, when yeah. one Asian goes to Howard, it's like we all went to Howard. <laughs> Let's <laughs> bandwagon. Right. I'm just like, <laughs> I just know all of my friends that went to Howard rep hard. So like, you know, like Chadwick Boseman went to Howard, like, mm-hmm. you know, so whenever I hear someone went to Howard, I just like, I feel so much joy for my friends that also went to Howard. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy for all of you. Oh. Anyway. But I don't know how we went from underboob to Kamala Harris to Howard University. That was just like a really random train of thought there. True happy hour today. Yeah, Yeah, happy hour. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. So, So what did y'all do for Thanksgiving? Nothing. I uh, I put myself into quarantine. I had to do a job. I thought you were going to say because I had COVID. I was like, <gasps> I don't know. I never, I didn't test, but, um, but I did a job two days before Thanksgiving. So I'm like, I can't, you know, put, you know, Michael's family into a bad position. So I just, but he brought me food and uh, yeah, his, his mother is like the best mother you can ever imagine. Like, <laughs> Like she put like, I don't know, like a eight or nine, like, you know, one of those two gold boxes, just put every single dish she made, plus a pie and a cake. Oh, and wow. I was just like, this is amazing. Like she knows, she does not fuck around with, you know, holiday stuff. And you talk about the food? Well, this is a room full of Asians, so we want to hear about the food. I love hearing about food. Okay, so this is the only thing that unites all of us, truly. Yes, I had this talk with Michael, who is white as fuck. Um, <laughs> he just, I, I mean, okay, he has a ginger beer. So uh, I'm sorry, not ginger beer, ginger beard, 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 beard. Oh. You know, <laughs> like he is like Irish as fuck, and mm. so you know, look very traditional. American Thanksgiving food and ham and stuffing and all. And I had a like white traditional or like obviously white traditional. No, like white. Like, and I told him, like, you have to go to like Asian Thanksgiving. Like you will have a whole set of American like traditional Thanksgiving like course. And then you have another like spread of like Asian food. And that's where you want to go to. Like if you ever get invited to any like Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner or whatever, make sure you go to Asian families house. It's the same reason everyone loves going to Chinese buffets. True. Yeah. 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 Like I actually went to my, uh, I went to my parents this Thanksgiving down in, down in uh, good old Hampton Roads, Virginia. Yeah, and well, yeah, we had we had some turkey, but then we also had like pinak bet. We had sinoman. Like, did you have the lechon? 
we we had so much on like yeah you know i mean it was bonkers it was just like the monk, the monk. it was just like my parents yeah just my parents me and then my aunt and uncle and that was it like it was like <laughs> that was it they were like you know what we're, we're, we're gonna have like a, like a dual like a super thanksgiving thing going on so so we had like a I little thing yeah. It's like the best of both worlds, right? Yeah. You get like the traditional American foods, whatever. This is what this is what I don't understand about assimilation. Like, why am I gonna assimilate to your boring ass fucking culture when my culture is awesome as fuck? Like, we have some awesome food. Like, why would I want to give all that up? Like, why could I just right. have both? Like, right. that's how like, you end is- up with the sushi burrito. The, sushi burrito. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate fusion. <laughs> Someone what? had that idea. It was like, why would I want to give both things up? Look, sushi like, burrito. You know, like all these sushi rolls here, they don't exist in Japan. I just wanted to let you what? know. If you go to Japan and you try to find a California roll or all these oh, Filipino yeah. roll or like you know all these crazy rolls with cream cheese in it, Wait, is the Philly roll? Yeah, you, you're saying, Momo, that if I go to Japan, I can't eat a block of cream cheese. Yeah, where's my Philly wrapped roll? wrapped in rice. No, you ain't gonna get it. You ain't. That's not Japanese. What rolls do you have? Huh? What rolls do you have? I want to know. I want to prepare myself for Japan. You might be able to find the tuna rolls and cucumber rolls. That's it. There's no salmon roll? Oh, no. That's a North American thing. Salmon is a North American fish. I mean, yeah, tuna rolls and cucumber rolls. (laughs) And maybe What about eel? No? That would be a sushi, not a roll. Right, no rolls. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you learn, learning something you. new every day. And and now we've closed a little bit of what divides us. Yeah, and it's it's just like rolls are like, not that, it's like, okay. Huh. Eat the nigiris. That's what the sushi is about. You, you True. You know, eat the, just the, eat the fish straight yeah, up. Yeah, so are, the, are you saying that there's just cream cheese sashimi in Japan? Cause that's that's the only sushi I can have. Ah. That's not true, that's not true at all, but. Wow. I, I, I just about think that. about how much cream cheese you could possibly consume in, oh. in sushi here. And then you would go over somewhere like Japan. I'm just, I, I'm really like, why do you want to eat cream cheese with rice? That's I do think question. that's a weird combination. Not right? gonna lie. I love, okay, I love cream cheese on bagels, mm-hmm. but not. That's a Jewish. That's a Jewish roll. Yeah. I feel like a sa- smoked salmon with cream cheese and rice. That is a straight up. Has cultural is- assimilation gone too far? <laughs> that's the topic. <laughs> that is straight up Jewish, right there. Mm-hmm. Like, which I mean, like there are Jewish Asians. There are. Yeah. I learned that last year. I was like, there are, there are Jewish Asians. And someone was like, I'm a Jewish Asian. And I was like, oh, my mind is blown. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it is, Judaism is a religion and Asian is not a religion. <laughs> so you could definitely think <laughs> both of those like, things. The only religions that exist in Asia are Roman Catholicism because <laughs> of the colonists and all of the Eastern religions like Muslim and Buddhism. What are you talking about Judaism? Oh, don't That's even get me started on the Roman Catholics. The Vietnamese are Roman Catholics also. Filipinos that's are true. Roman Catholics. Yeah. yeah, and that's why that's why uh, South Vietnam was also like partially a shit show. That's why they're all like yeah. proto-fascist because uh, because they wanted to like, they were like the Roman Catholic leadership in Vietnam back then was like, we're going to make a Roman Catholic state. 
Like we're all gonna we're gonna praise Jesus, follow the Pope, <laughs> and kill the Buddhists. We should yeah. have an entire episode dedicated to Asian religion because I have so many things to say about religious Asians. <laughs> do, do we want to go back to our politics? <laughs> that too. Well, how do you think community. they voted? That's what I'm saying. Like, I think the fact that like. I, I feel like with Vietnam, right? You, you said a lot were leaning towards Trump. It's kind of like with Cuba, right? Yeah. That's yeah, and that comparison gets made a couple of times. And some people argue that it's not entirely the case. Some people argue that it is. Um, yeah. It's somewhere, as always, the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Yep. It's the same argument that um, there's some... I, I think about it this way. Like, there's some weird belief that these, these people, because they're the Vietnamese people are marching out with like these fake flight jumpsuits and holding the South Vietnamese flag, a state that doesn't exist anymore. And they're like, they're like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go back and fight. It's like, you're gonna go back and fight them? Are you gonna, are you, you old, like, like you old 50 something year old man and woman, are yeah, you going like, to go back there yeah. and, and take back the land that you swore you lost even though uh, a bunch of military, a bunch of graft in the military, like caused you to lose the war. Yeah. Um, like my my dad served in the South Vietnamese Air Force, and and he doesn't and he doesn't like to wear that uniform. He sees other people. And he's like, I don't know why they're doing this because that doesn't exist anymore. And in fact, a, a couple of them tell the story of when they lost on the thirtieth of April, which is when Saigon fell. Yeah. The, uh, most of them were actually throwing their stuff away as fast as they could so that they wouldn't get, get persecuted. Out, yeah. yeah, to get out too. Yeah. So you were, so they were, they were, most of them were very honestly, understandably trying not to die. And they've come back here and they're like, well, now we're going to go back and fight. It's like, you could have did that 30 years ago, you know? <laughs> you had the chance, like well, you could have done it earlier. You know, in certain parts of America, though, there's still there's still that feeling of the lost cause. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's still yeah. certain parts of America where you know the South shall supposedly rise again. Uh, yes, I mean, you know what I mean. So we're from like hundreds <laughs> of years ago. And that's been even longer, right? That's been even longer. <laughs> well, you know, props to the 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 North Vietnamese or even the just the Vietnamese, right? Yeah, but. The, the South, uh, over here, we had reconstruction. We were we were a little nicer. You know, it's like, we let you do this. The the North Vietnamese did not let the South Vietnamese do that. There was no reconstruction. It was like, get the yeah. fuck off my land. It was like, your land. It's like, yes, it's my land now. Did you win? Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. You're going to go dig a canal for like a bunch of years. <laughs> that's crazy. And so like said, that's also why there's a lot of resentment, right? A lot of people lost their land. A lot of people lost property and wealth. Oh, yeah. right but you know what maybe uh if you're like a little wealthy and you did it from colonization and sympathizing with colonizers who might have persecuted your brothers and sisters in the country then uh, we, we got to take a step back and think about it a little bit you know like there's a reason that they they might have sent you to don't dig a canal maybe they were a little pissed <laughs> it's really interesting when i hear yeah. more about like vietnamese history and like knowing what filipinos went through as well there's a lot of and I feel like whenever I learn about some other Asian nations history, I'm like, man, we all went through a lot of the same shit. Like, there's a lot of stuff that we've all gone through. And it's weird, too, right? Because, like, Vietnam is considered 
Vietnam is considered Southeast Asian, right? Southeast Asia, yeah. Even though, isn't Viet? No, Vietnam's not connected to the mainland, is it? It is. It is. There yeah. is. It. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's yeah. Like, like a couple. Uh, so so if you if you if I'm you, trying to uh, think of my geography here, if you're in the Philippines and you and you watch the sunset, oh, you are looking in the direction of Vietnam. Yeah. I mean, it's over to the west, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. right west. next to. That's why Cambodia. when you're watching the sunset, you're watching it set on Vietnam. And then on the east is like the tiny little area is Cambodia. Correct? There's Cambodia and Laos. So below Laos. And Laos, yes. Yes, and that and uh, and shout out to if we have any Hmong Laotian listeners, uh, you get underrepresented a lot. For real. And Come let's on. take this moment. You guys are the realists. I mean, it's just it's interesting to me too because like I mean if we're talking about you know, Asians and like the roles that we play in political movements too. Like, was it one of the cops that was involved with George Floyd's death? Like, there was a whole thing there because was. there was an Asian cop. One of the cops was. Yeah, yeah. And, and I we, was and like, no. About, we talked a little bit about this in the stereotype in the first episode. We about did. Go back and we listen did. to it if you, if you <laughs> haven't listened to it already. Uh, yeah. But there, this marks the second time where that we know of. Uh, that a, an Asian cop has played a part in the system, uh, the systemic yeah. harming of black people. And I'll say murdering to s- straight up murdering. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll change it from just harming to straight up murdering. But we are the people that we are that are in our community are going off, joining the police and being a part of this systemic racism. And then some of us are going and voting the other way. And there's a there's a big divide between uh, progressive Asians and and people even at the top like the Vietnamese leader of ICE, mm-hmm. who apparently fabricated his whole story about how they got to America. Like, and and that's the other thing about the Vietnamese people. Some of them have like these really heroic stories, um, but they really conveniently forget. And it was difficult. That was not not difficult, but they conveniently forget the mercy or the laws that were in place to allow people to come over here. And they are just turning around and just being like, what law? I didn't, I didn't, nothing helped me. It's like, there was a lot of shit that helped you that we have now turned How did he fabricate the story? Well, apparently his cousin was like, he, he had this story about how he kept uh, some type of uh, picture or something in his wallet. And he was like, this always reminds me of home. And, or someone like gave him like a U.S. Uh, government state department worker or something as they were fleeing like left them some kind of like note to allow them to come over to the u.s like and uh and then his cousin just came out and was like yeah that they didn't they never use that piece of paper man this administration is just yeah well on wow. behalf of Pick all the, the best Vietnamese people uh and for and so in in the vietnamese community i'd like to say for the people who are still for the younger people who are still like oh i'll support trump uh, we have some organizations like Viet Rise, who are affiliated with the more, more progressive movements. Um, and let me let me just pull up her name so that I don't just say a, a Viet Rise person. But she, so long story short, uh, she got uh, someone protested, rightfully so, because we were uh, we we don't want to be part of this. This is not something that we want. And uh, she was uh, arrested 
uh, for uh, trespassing or whatever on uh, Tony Pham's property, which is complete bullshit, like fabricated bullshit. And so the police came and ripped her out of her home uh, in Philadelphia and tried to extradite her to Virginia. And it's it, it really is nothing more than just petty trying to crush the people that are speaking up. And I encourage more people not to be like Tony Pham and to be more like the great people at Be It Rise or the people that are doing things in Philadelphia. Um, that's, oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. really scary. Yeah, and so, and so Vietnamese people are a very interesting group of people politically. But if I you are- like, Oh, if, go ahead. If you're out there doing stuff and you're Vietnamese, good on you good on you there's people that are doing really important translation work um lots of people doing just really good progressive political stuff and we need more of that we need people to be leaders in other things that are that, that are not ice because ice maybe should not exist mm -hmm. just an idea i'm just throwing a suggestion out there like Let's imagine a world, world without ice. ice. Let's just take a quick second to think about that and how nice it would be. Do you all ever think, I've been thinking about this recently, like as one of the ways that, you know, white supremacy sort of pits minorities against one another. Do you ever think that maybe there's actually a lot of, because I've, I've been, you know, up a lot of instances where Asians actually did stand in solidarity with other yeah. ethnic minorities in America. And I sometimes, if those stories are pushed off to the side or don't get as much traction because the whole point is to pit us against each other, I'm like, I'm sort of tired of this narrative that our culture has painted for Asian Americans and that Asian Americans latch onto that we don't do enough because I kind of want to hear the stories in which we actually did rather than highlighting the stories where Asian Americans like did some <laughs> fucked up shit, yeah. could we talk about the Asian Americans throughout history that actually did stuff? Because those are the kinds of stories that we need to hear in order to get Asian Americans to actually step up rather yeah. than highlight all of the fucked up shit that we've done. Let's highlight the stuff that we've actually done that was right. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Corey. Like if somebody called me, talked to me, like, no, you guys didn't do shit. I would be completely pissed done off. a lot. Yeah. I would be so completely pissed off. Like, excuse me, what are you telling me that giving up my own country is not enough for you? Like I, mean, I literally gave up my citizenship of my mm -hmm. own country for you so we can have some decency in this country. Yeah. Have, have, like guarantee equality to everyone. That's yeah. not enough for you. Like, how much more do you want? My firstborn yeah. child? What? What the <laughs> fuck do you want? <laughs> the firstborn yeah, of maybe. Yeah. I just, I feel like too, like, so, you know, if people haven't watched, there's an amazing documentary on PBS on Asian Americans. And it really talks a lot about the role that Asian Americans have played in shaping America. It's oh, very yeah. informative. I mean, like, I, obviously I'm going to make some complaints. Like, they talk a lot about um, I mean, in World War II, they, th there's an episode that's highly focused on just World War II. And they talk, they focus primarily on like two Japanese American families. 
which did kind of frustrate me because of the role that the Filipinos and the Philippines played in World War II. That was a really big deal too. So I do also have some qualms about the, the, the documentary in general, but as a whole, the documentary does a really good job in talking about the historic role that Asians have played in the shaping of America. And I'm, you know, I've, I've read a little bit on Asian American history as well. And honestly, it just made me so angry as an immigrant that grew up here that I grew up reading about American history as just a white and black history, but I didn't yeah. hear a lot about Latin American history. I mean, now I think, um, public schools are talking a lot more about Latin American history, but there's still like a huge gap in what we learn about Asian Americans and the history of America. And that's problematic because the only thing that we hear now in the narrative of Asians in America is how much shit we fucked up for other people. And that's very destructive and very toxic yeah. when we really talk about, you know, the identity of Asian Americans. And like, not to say that we didn't do fucked up shit, like Kwa, you make a lot of like really important points about Vietnam and like, and Vietnamese Americans. And those are the same points that- oh, I thought you were about to say, I did some fucked up shit. I was like, what? <laughs> and we no. have like, let me, I'm just going back I mean, through my entire have. life. Like, oh my God. <laughs> There's video. I mean, but I, well, like also too, I think these are the kinds of conversations that need to happen because when I yeah. hear Kwa talking about like what Vietnamese Americans have done in the history of politics and some of the things that they have contributed to both good and bad. I can't help but think about the stuff that Filipino Americans have done, both good and bad and the roles that they have played in like modern American politics. Like those rules still apply. Those like yeah. standards still apply. And I just don't feel like we talk enough about Asians in America and how much we actually impact the system. Well, well, I guess, I mean, in some ways it's also like, I feel like with some immigrant communities, like the way you're raised, right? Sometimes you're encouraged to make as little waves as possible. And what bigger wave than to actually get involved with politics? Very true. You know what I mean, there's so many places where people are like, no, 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 shh. They're going to fucking get you. Just don't make way. Just do as you're told. Yeah. Agree to the minority myth. You know, you keep your head low. Don't Just assimilate. Problems. Yeah, assimilate. You know, that's that's another kind of thing that but, I think a lot of us are also experienced, to be honest. And I, yeah, and I think it's because of the reasons why a lot of our, like, families immigrated to begin with was because of politics. Yeah, like, to escape that shit. To yeah. ex I mean, like, if you look at the history of both Vietnam and the Philippines, there mm -hmm. are some serious dictatorships that happened around the 70s and the 80s yeah. that forced people to move to America. Oh. And, like, we, you know, you just don't, you don't want to bring attention to yourself. So just keep your yep. head down and do head your down. shit and work and like, just try your best to fit in and make the white people love you because those are who's in power. And that's, yeah. I mean, it's fucked up, but like, you know, there, I don't agree with it, but also they're like, I, I get why our immigrant parents. And it, grandparents it's also a little ingrained, at least for, for, for their culture too, like to try to make the white people love you. And a lot of the people that fled, right. They were like, before that, their lives before were a little bit of try to make yeah. people love you, right? Especially like in Vietnam, a lot of people were trying to work with the French colonists and they worked with yeah. the Americans afterwards. So it wasn't like they weren't trying to please white people before. They definitely were trying to please white people yeah. for survival. And it was mm -hmm. a, and it, it's it's a mindset that, that right. to live, yeah. you have to do. It's a survival, you know, it's a survival mentality. Right. It, it's a, you know, it's came out of trauma of being, you know, occupied. Yeah. 
dated. Well, like, it, it just, you know, it's a natural reaction of survival mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I get that. But sometimes like, you know, when you're in that mode for so long and like just focusing on survival, then you give so much space for these like, you know, invaders. They just... Mm-hmm take over so much that you can't even survive anymore and I think where we are right now in this country like you let these people do so much gave them so much freedom so much permission to do Mm -hmm. whatever they want to do and like no like we we need to like switch the gear no more survival mode right You, you gotta speak up I will say one 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 delicious uh, bastard of trauma child Ooh, okay. that's come out of colonization. The bun me. Oh, the bun me. It's, oh my you know, god! A baguette so and much, pate. So much food has come out of Asia as a result of colonization. Like, what's we the? Should assimilate um, that way. No more, no more sushi burritos. More, more bun me. I mean, I okay. Truth. I don't like banh mi's. I like the, I like the individual. We're back to three Asians no. walking to a bar. Thanks, guys. No, 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 no. no. We're back Listen, to three. get out, Corey. I Corey, like the no. individual no. elements of a banh mi. Yeah. But the like, bread. I like the bun and I like the filling. And usually, I take the filling out of the bun because I don't like sandwiches, guys. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. When I eat, oh, that's more excusable. They fall apart. That's fair. So yeah. I take the fillings out of sandwiches and I eat them separately. No, because that's it's awesome. Too much. No. You do you, Corey. No. You do you. I agree. Bite right into a bun. I agree. With it. Pretty much saying out. that anytime anyone's given you a ham sandwich, you you like take the ham. I don't, the only sandwiches I like are the ones that don't fall apart, like a grilled cheese. Because they're fused together. Contained, yeah. You have to get a different <laughs> bread. And I know push them. You need to push them down <laughs> and bite into it. So I've made I've made enemies of the Vietnamese people on the right, and I'm just gonna make an enemy of the rest of them. Oh no. while you're at it, man. Have a baguette that can di- that will disintegrate and like leave cuts in your mouth. Um, I love it. I love it. I, 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 I enjoy it, but I also understand the need for there's like a softer bread that won't disintegrate on you. You just have to go find a place that does it. Uh, I do like what is the sub, the Vietnamese sub? I forget what it is. It's actually that's a bun me, Corey. <laughs> that's still a bun me. No, there's oh. another one with like the rice bun. That's not a bun me. With a rice bun? Isn't there another one? I'm thinking. Okay, is is this my with drunk a rice bun? Working? Are you thinking about a sushi burrito? No. <laughs> One that like that's made with like a white bread. Wait, wait. I think you're talking about Moss Burger. No, there's another. V- there's oh the my burger god, am I just drunk right now? I, don't know. Burger. It's I think someone gave you a bun me with white bread and you loved it. No, what is the stuff? There is a hold on. What is this? The the ekiban. What do they make? Ekiban. Ekiban. Yeah, ekiban. Oh. I'm drunk, y'all. It's ekiban. Corey, get it right. What do they make? <laughs> what do they make? They I'm, I'm make like to, I'm about to remove your Asian card right oh now. Oh my god, oh, I'm so not Asian. Yeah. I am going to remove oh. your Asian card. So as uh, as quickly as we stop being three Asians walking to a bar, we are back to three Asians walking. <laughs> no. No, look at the egg. Throwing my yellow card right now, look Corey. At the egg oh, not... You no. get the yellow card. <laughs> what right do they now? do? What is this? Okay, it's Eggman. Oh, yeah, okay, fine. Talking about the steamed bun. 
Okay, so that's not a bon me. That's what I was thinking. That's, that, that's not Vietnamese. No. Never mind. I do like bon me's, but they still fall apart on me. I don't like uh, That's what I'm saying. I, and, and people will say it's heresy, but you're allowed to get one with a different bread. Yay, oh, we heard it. Okay. You have to go to a place that, that, that there are some places that do softer bread. And I'm not going to lie. Oh. Sometimes I prefer that because I do not want to walk away with open sores in my mouth from the bread. <laughs> it does right. hurt. Not going to lie. Sometimes you don't want that. I'm all about the authenticity. If it you have to hurt. not cut. I'm not Vietnamese. I don't have to oh. like it. Oh, yeah, Vietnamese people just put razor blades in that bread. That's why I like <laughs> it's a test. Oh, okay, oh, it's all a test. Yeah, oh, myself. I'm not a real Vietnamese person. Okay, <laughs> that's how much that's why it cuts your mouth. <laughs> it knows, <laughs> it knows I'm not Vietnamese, so it's trying to kill me. Starting with it's my a test, I think the French like imposed that on us. I, you know what, I'm not, I don't claim to be an expert on baguettes. I don't think like the French eat baguettes that leave open cuts in their mouth. Cause yeah. I don't, I've never heard huh? of. Person. I don't know. I think I love they the do. baguettes that leave a cut in my mouth. I think oh they God, told the me to eat people this so as a prank. Delicious. But my they're also not that big. My husband is Belgian and like they hate the French, but they, ha they have the same type of bread y'all. Like yeah. bread is hard. And I'm just like, I don't like this bread. It's too much. Uh, yeah. Filipino bread is soft as fuck. Like we have pandisal. Yeah, we make it super is, soft. That's like, you make that and it melts in your mouth and you don't even have to like put it in the toaster first. That's I like using one half like. as my lunch and the other half as a self-defense tool. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, you like, can have something with it. He turns it into a shank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I just break, I just put my thumb into the crust and it starts pointing out and then you have like a little ax. Oh my God. But like speaking of colonization and food, like yeah, there we go. one of the most popular dishes. So, okay. Two points. One of the most popular dishes in Filipino cuisine is sisig. Oh yeah. I only just found out that that was originated in the seventies because of the Americans being stationed in the Philippines. So the story goes sisig was made because the Americans would eat the pig yeah. and leave the head yeah. for the natives because they didn't want to eat the head. So that's why sisig is all of the parts of the pig that the Americans didn't want to eat. And it is our most popular dish. And yeah. I'm like, so you mean to tell me the shit that we made popular is the shit that y'all didn't want? It yep. was your trash? Well, like, we actually, all. that's like fun, well, they right? Actually fun do that the same in, way. They actually do that in Europe too. It's head cheese. Head cheese. Yeah, and the and mean, Vietnamese people have it too. It's actually a part of banh mi. So, so before, I, I will say, Love yes, it does suck. They, they should have left tastier bits. They should, we shouldn't have been, but, like, but we shouldn't have been. just to show you how resourceful Filipinos are. Yeah. The sisig is tasty as fuck. Yeah, I yeah. also, I, I do love sisig. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real, sisig. We made some good ass shit with that. I freaking love this. But <laughs> yeah. the, the, the point is that they, sh that no one should have had been that resourceful because they could have had the tastier parts of the pig. Survivor mode. I don't, I, pro Koreans probably have a head cheese, but I don't see, I don't see that. I, don't, I see pork belly. I don't see True. head cheese. Mm. Scottish would call it haggis. I love me some haggis. Let's talk about that. Like, that's or something. That's like going that. a little bit further south. That's going a little bit further south. That's the intestine. But I'm just it's saying, like, I like knowing the history of Filipino cuisine. When I went to Scotland for my cousin's wedding, and I had haggis, I was like, "Am I crazy? Is this good, or is my, my taste?" Well, 